Suavemente, bésame, que quiero sentir tus labios besándome otra vez. Suavemente, bésame, que quiero sentir tus labios besándome otra vez. Suave, bésame, bésame. Hello, boys, and welcome back to the final edition of Mixava Sports Radio. I am joined with none other than my co-host, Calvin. Calvin, how are we doing? How are we feeling? We're feeling good. We're doing good. It's a new year. Thank goodness. Um, we're all undefeated again. Uh, but yeah, doing great. How are you? How, how are you holding up? Um, You know, it was a... It was a tough loss, but at least it wasn't one of those where you look back and it's like, man, if I had started so-and-so or if I had done this, I would have won. Thankfully, I think mm-hmm. no matter what combination I had put together, I, I would have lost anyways. I think what ended up happening is the Bills, it just Josh Allen didn't play that well as a quarterback, but he had two rushing touchdowns, which kind of made his day. If any of those one-yard scores goes to the running back, James Cook, um, mm-hmm. it it could have been a different story. But I, I was watching. I was at the farm. I think I had mentioned before um, with Ollie and her family. So I didn't have great, great service. But I was watching mm-hmm. the Dolphins-Ravens game and could okay. just could just kind of tell. But team yeah. laid it all out on the field. That's That's all I could ask for. Well, it was a great season. Um, can't look back and, and, and kick yourself, uh, you know, going wire to wire. I've said it before. You don't want to be that, that one seed. I just, it puts the target on your back. I feel like the guys get too comfortable. I know you benched them all, tried to, tried to get them all rested up, but, um, yeah, mm-hmm. we got them to the finals. You know, right. I, I think I've gotten second now two or three times I finished first two times so it would have been nice but actually i did get a soundbite from our champion uh fresh off of a of a trip to legoland so i'll go ahead and and play that here for everyone to suave thanks jake thanks cal uh sorry i'm not with you guys in person today but uh had a really fun time this season jake sorry i beat you but sorry i'm not sorry um, felt really good about my squad all year long, um, so this comes to no surprise that I am a two-time at McDougal champ. Big shout out to, I would say my team's MVP is Sam Laporta, who I got off waivers after Zings dropped him, um, but overall really fun season. Um, I did win my other league for everyone who is also curious, so there will be two gigantic trophies in Bethesda. So that's awesome. Um, have a good year, guys. Love you. Talk to you later. Go Canes. Whoosh, whoosh. Whoosh, whoosh. Whoosh, whoosh. So, yeah, congrats to Retta. Um, not a lot was said between us. I think it was just a bunch of emojis. Uh, we did split it. I mean, we, we bumped it up a little bit for second place. I think we did $1,000 in 475 instead of, I think it was like 1100 in 375 So, I came away with 475. Rudd came away with a thousand, and I think the other league he was in, he came he came away with a, I think two grand. So nice. I think from what I had talked to him about, because we asked what we were going to do with our winnings, he mm-hmm. is going to put in some hi hats in their new place, uh, some lighting, 
and that is a little bit expensive. So yay us being in our thirties and doing. Wow. That's so not romantic. Love it. (laughs) I'm Um, sure some of the money will go somewhere else, but, uh, but yeah, some of those renovations. Gosh. Yeah. They'll get you. They'll get you. Um, I, uh, I did a similar, similar thing. I was in the finals of my home league, which is uh, similar to his more money. Um, I don't think I care about it more. I'd say care about it about the same, but, um, I had a better team. So like down the stretch, you're just like more in it, but I was again, the one seed and I, I ate that. And, um, what we did was we bumped the split like closer together, like you guys did. And then we chopped, uh, money off the top of each of them. And then bet a parlay with it together oh nice and 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 this is one of the guys that like i didn't want to stick it to and we both said like i just care about winning i don't even care that much about the money like beating you matters more but um (laughs) but it wasn't there was like no animosity it was like i want to win the league so uh so we we put down like 150 on a a parlay and uh we got fucked by the eagles which is uh just really appropriate Really, really appropriate. So, thanks a lot to the Eagles for blowing that fucking game. Um, what what really would it paid out? Um, like five hundred, five fifty, something like that. So, Man. what can you do? Um, good times so were had by all. Is was this just a fantasy football league? Because I also know you're in the yeah. comprehensive yeah. football. No, this is just a, a redraft fantasy league. Okay. Um, but it's 14 guys gets real aggressive. Um, so wow. it would have been nice to win it, but it's all good. How does that other one work? Like when do you, when do you win? Like at the end of the year, like this was, the uh, end. there's a, so there's a payout, uh, our buddy, Sam Hyatt, friend of the pod. Uh, he took it down, um, the football portion and now it's just NBA season and we're halfway through the regular season, uh, entering week 11 of 20, uh, for fantasy basketball. I'm sure some of our listeners are playing. Um, and, uh, yeah, now it's just all basketball all the time. So yeah, man, I'm, I'm, I'm locked into that. Celts lost to, uh, to the Oklahoma city thunder last night, Chet Holmgren and the fellas. Uh, that's a pretty nice team though. Um, very young. I don't know if I'm really ready to get into basketball yet. Cause like the NFL is still compelling. Um, uh, but I just prefer to bet on it, but, um, but yeah, I actually think we're going to have some good basketball uh down the stretch we don't have our basketball hosts on today so we'll, we'll save it for next year <laughs> we will <laughs> uh so i think it's fitting for us to do a recap um sorry for all the the ding in the background i still haven't figured that out after 14 guys have figured out vibrate yeah so i don't know what it is it's with my laptop it's whatever but um so i think it's fitting for us to do a 2023 season recap we pulled it up to, I, I think now it's been over 10 years we've been running this league. The first year was 20, 2012. Uh, we can go over those if we want, or just dive into best, worst picks from each team, as well as trade well, recaps. Yeah, I mean, if we're, do, if we're doing a quick history lesson, 12th season of the league, um, somehow... In spite of of his uh, loss of his leprechaun bet, Eli still retains the champ of champion title because he has won three uh, league titles. You were you were right there, Jake, but um, you and Laz and Rutta all are sitting now with two, uh, nipping at his heels, 
And then Tim and Sean, the current Savases, they won one back in 2018, which seems like quite a long time ago. Uh, Harrison and Truck, of course, from a couple years ago, and Zangs, um, who he must have been elated last week to not be the Savas, but the guy just just big game Zangs, right? Game I mean, that's Zangs. that's the story. It is. He's played in three big games, and he's won them all. So the guy is a <laughs> champion. I, I would I would think. <laughs> I guess he had the Greek. I don't know if you listened to the the episode but i think he was making greek food and uh during mm. the time when when evil Jim eye hurts through the yeah through the the pick six so the evil eye worked for him and suave and now we have savas meyer here so um but we do have a lot of two-time winners then huh so it's me laz laz rudda rudda joins the club joins the club sleaze at three and then we got a couple couple one-offs there Mm-hmm. Now we don't. Do we want to get into Savas champions, or we can? I don't have it all written down. Do you have it? It's on the signature. I, I need to look at it. But I'm a two time. Are you a two time? I think I'm only one, but it could be two. I don't know. These are the kind of memories that you cherish. <laughs> These are Crow. I think is a four time. Slee is one. Tim is now one. Smash is one, and. Who am I forgetting? All right, it's Crow, Harrison, Crow, Eli, Crow, Calvin, Jake. That's from 2019 back. 2019 back. Okay, so then I was Savas again in 2021. Oh, no, wait, I've got it. I've got it. You got it? <laughs> I have to tally it up, but yes, I have the whole what? signature right here. All right, it was Smash and Chaff. And then it was you, Cake. Then it was Crow, back-to-back. Really a dynasty, some people would call. Uh, I was the Savas. Harrison was the Savas. Crow was the Savas again. Eli was the Savas when you won in 2015. Crow was the Savas that was right a great before year. then. That was a great year. 2015, me <laughs> winning and Eli being Savas after dealing with Eli's wrath of being a Savas. So that, that, was, that was a peak Cop check. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. keep going. Nope, that's good. And then uh, Crow 2014, I was uh, it twice when you won in 2013. I was a Savas. And Laz, or sorry, Cake, you were the first Savas. You were yes. the original. I was the OG Savas in 2012, I think, where I had the all-white team. So, <laughs> Oh, yeah, the all-white team. I was doing the all-white team before it was cool. Um you know, the all white against the all black team. But was it cool? I don't know. Unclear. 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 I think it sparked a lot of debate because even like the I've seen on online like the Pol- Polynesian squad, kind of like the the whatever the Marcus Mariotas of the world, like they've come up with their team. Oh, okay. So I don't know. I think it's like an embrace debate thing. It doesn't have to be be racist. I, I think it could really be an embrace debate thing. Um, it is. So true, true mark of our time. All right. So the Savas standings: Crow, may he rest in uh, relegation. Uh, four times Savas. Hopefully, no one's touching that record. Uh, Jake, me, and you, right on its tail with two double dip timers. <laughs> We're in the double dip club. Then Tim and Sean, they've got one Savas, and uh, 
and and one title. Smash and Shaft, they are finally off the hot seat. Uh, Harrison, is Troc included in that? I don't know. I think it was the pre-Troc era, but Harrison has a Savas and a championship. And then Eli has won one Savas under his belt. Wow. So. Wow. A lot of parody. Yeah. So a lot of parody. A lot of parody. Yeah. It's it's interesting. We should we we could probably make some kind of a net net chart, but I'm not gonna go to all the trouble. But anyways, just shout out to all the champs out there. You're all aces in my book. Yeah. I mean, we could really go through to see who's the best. I think you had done that. Didn't you do that last year or two I years did, ago? I did, I did. I I did some research, but that not was today. back when I was the king of the regular season. Not anymore. Not anymore. Not anymore. Maybe next year. But uh, I don't know. Any before we get into the best work, worst picks or anything. Any recaps? How are you feeling about uh, about it going into next year? Are you going to change anything? Uh, do you hope anything gets changed? You know, what are general? I thoughts? feel like we got some momentum behind getting rid of kickers, um, which I think will Agreed. be an improvement. Um, I think we we just right. We just got to paint around the edges. We just got to make a slightly more perfect league every year. Um, I think we've got a great year if for no other reason than everybody cares. Everybody's engaged. Um, it's the best, even though it's not a real punishment, like it probably could be, but it's the best last place punishment, which is great. Um, my wife's league is, uh, debating adding one because they've got a couple delinquent members. Um, mm. and it just, the threat of it, of someone having to take the SAT or something like that. We're like, no, I'll just, I'll just quit. <laughs> so i don't know they don't have the same passion that we have uh so it, it's refreshing um christine ended up losing in the semis uh but we were all oh. together for new year's and there were like five league members at this ski weekend um and they did an exchange of the golden wine rack which included an acceptance speech and it was high quality female fantasy football entertainment um awesome. so yeah would would recommend but congratulations to Aaron Landry, my best man, Mike's wife, uh, the new champion of the wine league. Well, shout out loyal listener. That's Aaron Landry. That's cool. And and you brought up something. I think my only recap, like it, it was a fun season. It was a great year. Um, mm-hmm. I think a lot of parody. I, I said it. Yeah. There's the Cor- a lot of it's parody. the Corey season, right? Is it the Corey season? It is. The Corey Gooby. The Corey Gooby. The Gooby rule. Will live on. Love it. And I'm I'm really glad we did that, and I think that makes it more interesting. You know, because sometimes mm-hmm. you just kind of check out if you're going to be that Ben Jason Bowl or whatever. But in this instance, it worked out for him because I think Eli had done. I'm that. proposing it. I'm proposing it for my other leagues where we have like rule changes and and they're trying to like you know be progressive about it. I think it's a great rule and it's a great case study for them. I love it. Yeah, because you can see and, and show that, hey, listen, it worked. He got unlucky, but you're never fully out of it. Because what Eli had mentioned is if he didn't make it, he would have been the Savas. So Really? Huge. Yeah, I think he would have played Tim or whoever. Because remember, there were some pretty high-scoring games in the in the Final Four. Right. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I, I, I will fact-check it. Probably not, but... I think he would have been the Savas. So shout out to him, made it to the final four. And yeah, I think really what I took from this year is how competitive it was. You know, you look, yep. you looked at the regular season schedule. I mean, you had a bunch of teams at, well, just look at Sharp. We have at seven and seven. 
Yeah, I mean, and also look at Sharf season. This yeah. guy's losing by by two points every week. Yeah, or winning. Um, pretty epic. Um, I would. I, I'm intrigued if we do get rid rid of kickers next year. I'd be really intrigued to see how that impacts things because. I think all of us here and all of us listening probably won a week or two because of your kicker. Um, mm-hmm. I know I probably did. I mean, I won a lot of weeks because of my defense. And I don't necessarily think my team was like the best team by by far. But still, I had Bill's defense. They scored 19 points. If they didn't score any points like that, I would have lost even more by Retta. So um, yep. whatever. But any final thoughts before we go on the best picks, worst picks? I want to I want to give one final farewell shout out to the, the formerly known as the Gay Boys, Slim Pickens. Um, greatest fantasy week of all time, 197 points. Um, people are going to forget that because uh, we've got nothing to show for it. But um, who was that? Whose expense was that at? Uh, <laughs> it was Zangs. Beat him by Ooh. 120 points. <laughs> Don't want week five. Don't ever want that one to get forgotten. But I'm glad we have this record book because it actually has some great stuff in there. So it does. Um, That's the only reason we. I mean, we can't get rid of Yahoo. I know we bring it up all the time about doing ESPN, but like, <laughs> no, at this point, twelve years of history. Like, we we just can't. I don't. I don't think we. At can At this point, we need it. to set up like an offshore database to keep all this information before we can leave. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's where is it? Marinelli is a bitch. Let's see. Marinelli one, is a bitch. One night week five. I mean, a hundred and twenty points shellacking. <laughs> Just that was that was a great week. That was an awesome week for you. Congrats. Let's go. Anyways, uh, let's wrap this. Let's look at. Let's look back at the draft. Let's let's review. What did we? Uh, what did we see? What were some of the good calls and the bad calls? So you did I don't a know great if, job summarizing. Yeah, I don't know if you want to pull it up. There were some I, I you could disagree with me on a couple of these, but I just kind of went in, in order, I think, based off of what Yahoo was. So we can just go top what, down. Let's, all right, yeah. You want to do best and worst for each team? Yeah, yeah. Let's start with your team. My team? Okay. So we'll start from the bottom. So, yeah, this is a conundrum, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. My best pick, I, I think, it was CeeDee Lamb at 44 bucks, who turned out to probably be the second best wide receiver overall. I'm not going to look at the, the point total, but I think just behind Tyreek. And he turned it on towards the end of the year, which is what you really want. Um, mm-hmm. Worst pick... I would say is Tony Gumbo Pollard in in the team name. Mm-hmm. I spent fifty two dollars on a running back that wasn't hurt at all, and I think it wasn't he, good. It <laughs> wasn't good. I think his his highest total. Let's see. I'm gonna look that one up. Was it wasn't good? I can tell you that you have the right pick here because I also uh, drafted Tony Pollard in my other league that I ended up losing in the finals in. And he was the guy going into the season. I'm like, I have to have him, yep. whatever it costs. He's the man. And he was never the man. Um, First week he was. He put up 21 points. Two touchdowns. Well, yeah. He had his first fumble in five years. So that's not good. Um, mm-hmm. He had never fumbled uh, up until then in the NFL, which is pretty crazy. Uh, 
he hasn't topped a thousand yards yet this year. He might not. Uh, his yards per yards per attempt is at four when it was over five the last two seasons. Uh, guy's oh been a disappointment. So, yeah, and, and look at the last three weeks. In spite of him, the last three yeah. weeks in the in the fantasy playoffs. Thankfully, I didn't have to play the first one. But six point seven, four point eight, five point four. Brutal. Not what you want to see there. I don't know if there's is there anyone anyone else that you thought or or do you agree with me here? No, that feels about right. Okay. You want to go to you? Yeah, sure. All right, let's see. I mean, I knew instantly that Pollard was going to be your worst cuz I had I have drafted him in a in the, in another league and it was bad. But yeah, you have Judy down as my worst. Absolutely. The things that you can do with $12 in an auction draft that it feels like nothing, but like you can get like anybody for $12. There are top 10 guys out there for $12. Well, and we'll and see. I mean, you're going to, you're going to look at it here in a couple of the other big picks, but yeah, 12 bucks is. You could get dudes. There's dudes get, out there. You can get dudes. And I looked at your draft and you were different than most people. You had done, I think what I had done last year. Where you didn't really a lot of have mid, a, mid-level guys. You had mid-level guys. You had like a lot of third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh round guys, um, mm-hmm. which isn't terrible. I mean, you hit on a lot of them, you know, with the mm-hmm. Camara at thirteen, um, Swift at I think nine. One, one of the problems was that I just immediately gave up on a couple people that I should not have, like Rashad White for fifteen bucks. Yep. I Isaiah mean, you had a of running backs. Yeah, dudes. You had some. Miles Sanders was a pretty bad pick too. I don't want to overlook Miles Sanders. That guy was was disappointing. He was up there. I think he was hurt a little bit, but I think Judy is just overall disappointing. Whole disappointment. You would, and you would think too with the level that I don't actually know if Russell Wilson was good this year, but he definitely picked it up over last year. Um, Mm -hmm. I just I was talking with Laz about trading like Judy for Sutton, and I was like, this is the grossest trade idea i've ever heard like I don't, neither of us want anything to do with these guys and you're gonna get like another one of them <laughs> well Just terrible correct me if i'm wrong i think your last pick you like no one else had money and i think you just threw all of your money at michael Pittman jr 22 dollars right? ended up being a great deal it was but i think you got the money back or some something along those lines smash it oh, yeah. out. but you could have spent like eight Way more. or nine or something right Yep. So that mm-hmm. is also, I'd probably say, one, one of your better picks. You had some really good value ones, but I think the ones I put down were, I think, Kamara at 13. Um, well, let's not I forget, I spent $75 on Zach Moss. You did also spend $75 on Zach Moss. <laughs> great Didn't idea really pay off. He time. had one good week. Yeah, great idea at the time. I beat Rutta for him. Who knows? Oh. If Rutta got him, he, he, he would have won the league. Oh, wait. Or lost. <laughs> that would have been nice. Um, who else we got here? Um, let's go with let's go with Laz. Let's start at the top. Then we went over ours. So the ones that oh, I oh, had, strange off year for Laz. Yeah, uncharacteristic, right? I think he was playing down, and he was. I think he'll be the first one to tell you at the beginning. And and mm-hmm. when you're scrambling to put it together a team, it's it's hard to win. But yep. I think his first three picks were were tough, right? You had Garrett Wilson at forty bucks. Rogers gets hurt first play, very unlucky. Yep. Kyle Pitts at fourteen, that's tough. Um, that's and tough. Chris Olave thirty three, and Olave was kind of 
up and down. Right. I think he traded him eventually. Did he trade him to you? No. Trade him to someone. But what I had was Garrett Wilson, unfortunately, right at I think at forty bucks a pop, which which stinks. Um, I tried not to pick players that got hurt or had something yeah. to impact them, but I don't really think he had that that bad of picks. I mean, Trevor Lawrence maybe no. like thirteen. I don't know. Um, how do how do the, the savvy the savvy suave pick was Nico Collins for a dollar because our legal now always misvalue him because of the sayings debacle but that was a great pick yep um wonderful by him that's what i had i i thought about Cortland sutton wasn't terrible this year um so for no. him for two dollars was i think a pretty good pick as well mm-hmm. but yeah a lot of bums a lot, a lot of, bums. of bums all right let's go Who to else we got here? let's go to tim's team so for yep. tim this is I, the system here. This I mean, you got to assume system. he's disappointed with this. He's probably going to have to reevaluate. I still, I'm looking at it, and I still don't see the system. You know? Yeah, me neither. But if I if I had to give him a grade, I think Hurts for 28. I know that's a lot for a quarterback, but the guy, been the guy good. Was that was good. And then I think the worst is probably Cam Akers for 11 or Aaron Jones for 21. Probably Aaron. Aaron Jones got hurt. So, like, Cam Akers just yeah. didn't play and he got traded. And then I think he got waived. So, like, $11 could have been spent elsewhere. Yeah, it's tough. It's just a tough look. It's just tough. tough. Sorry, Tim. Enjoy Sorry. yours, Savas. Sorry, Savas. Enjoy your Savas. Um. <laughs> All right, let's go over Slee? to Slee Higgins. He did get unlucky with the Jefferson thing, but you know, you park sixty five dollars on one dude, it's got to work out. You got to um, hit. You got to hit. Um, yeah, so- I. I don't know. I think what I put here was Amon Ra at forty one, similar mm-hmm. to kind of like a CD. You know, getting a yep. qualified wide receiver for forty one was was solid, and then. I hate the whole injury thing, but also T Higgins put up some duds, like put up some gooses yeah. and you spend $32 mm-hmm. on someone. That's a it's lot. It's basically a hundred bucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of amazed Eli didn't do worse. Woof. Look at the rest of that draft. Yeah. Pick six all the way down, man. Yeah. New Orleans really? for a dollar. Brian Robinson. Well, Brian Robinson, not too bad. Higby, Rogers, Wilson, Dobbs, Berg, Slayton, Mims. I mean, I think those guys were all on the waiver wire tough. at some point. So good for him. It's tough for not being in last. Um, okay, we'll yeah, go I mean, over the smash and shaft with Cooper with Cup. I mean, that's just a smash pick right there. You hate to see it. Um, you do, and and him not grabbing Nakua for a dollar. You know, that's if you're a Rams guy. That's the guy that you've got to get. Yep. Right? And as you got Cup, too. You know the guy's a bit of a liability. Like, let's get the young guy. Like, oh, you've been watching him in preseason. He's good. Come on, Smash. You missed. Yeah. That, um, that's tough. That's tough. I mean, that along with Nick Chubb. Like, he, he spent $111 and two of his guys got hurt right off the bat. So, again, props to him yeah. for not being yep. the Savas again. So, yeah, but he did get the MVP. Um, like Lamar's a good pick. 
Yep. Uh, he got Zay Flowers for seven bucks. That's a good pick. Um, it's a nice little stack. I, I put Montgomery at twelve. I mean, I think Montgomery great. was a steal and for twelve bucks. Yeah, and I, I think Ayuk for thirteen is a great grab. Yeah, even Ingram because Ingram saved him a little bit towards the end of the year and came on um, for three dollars mm-hmm. as a serviceable tight end is is solid. So overall, I mean, yeah. not not terrible. I think he just got unlucky with the big hitters. So yeah, and if he <clears> if he had picked uh, Jerome Ford instead of Kareem Hunt to handcuff um, Chubb with, you know, he he'd have had another guy. Would have had another guy. They did all right. They got out of the basement. That's really all that matters when you're the Savas, right? Yeah, he changed the name, and I'm sure he's happy for it. So, mm-hmm. all right, let's go to the big salad, aka Marismelli. I put his worst pick at Kelsey, right? Sixty-one bucks. That's a lot for a pretty Tough. average tight end this year. Yeah, it's a lot of money. Can't miss. Cannot I think miss. Devontae Adams, you got decent value. Mahomes also just wasn't the level. He wasn't the best. And you paid the best price. He did. Right. And Khalil Herbert for 10. <clears throat> Again, I don't think he was really that great. But I, I will mm-hmm. say I think his best pick, or two best picks, I don't know if he kept them. Rashid Rice at a dollar. He he turned it on very <sighs> late. Did, did very well. And then Jerome Ford. I'm not sure if he kept them. But those two picks, solid. Even Dak Prescott at a dollar. I think he finished top five or top six in QB. So, mm-hmm. Some some value picks there for the big salad. Yeah, he held on to Rushy Rice. That's that's a savvy pick. Suave Good job pick. by you, Salad. Very suave. Very suave. All right, we'll go to the Gooby Rule, aka Corey Goobs and the Brax Outside Boys. Uh, what what did you see here? Let's see what we got here. Well, I'll I'll actually start off with the worst because I've had him before and I had him in a different league. But Jalen Waddle is not a good wide receiver. The guy's made of glass. I'm sorry, Tim. The guy is trash. In a, in such mm. a bona fide offense, he stinks. I yeah. I, I don't know. Sorry, I went on. I went on a little bit of a rant there. But forty bucks. That was a little rant. I got him in the second round. I, Terrible. Yeah, the man has scored. You want to guess how many NFL touchdowns he scored? Three. No, he scored eighteen, but. Mm. He could score more, right? I mean, come on, guy. Uh, he only had four this season, a uh, thousand yards receiving. I don't know. I mean, I've never had him. I don't trust the guy, but uh, he did pick up Mike Evans for five bucks, which is the kind of receiver that you want. Yep. Um, that was one I of bet. those during the during the thing where like no one no one wanted him. And those are the players sometimes that hit. That's something that I think Rutta does really well. So he picks a lot of those veteran guys that you could get <clears throat> for cheap mm-hmm. for four or five bucks and, and you hit. And I think he had a really great year. So, yeah. I I'll like that, that he, he rostered Braxton Berrios um, for basically two-thirds of the season. So good on you. Um, <laughs> really nicely done by you. All right, let's move on to Sharf. Sharf. Easy best McCaffrey. Pick. Yeah. McCaffrey's well, worth $65. I mean, the guy was worth every penny for the first time in his career probably, right? Yeah, I would say first or second for sure. 
I mean, 65 worth every penny, but if you look at his 11th pick, Mostert at a dollar was Oh, well, that's much better, yeah. Wow. The best pick, I would say, in out of the entire league. That guy carries teams. I think he scores And he picked a chain. Yeah. Wow. God. I mean, if he had if he had just just like combine that with like a couple of those receiver picks, like that Evans pick or something like that, this could be Sharp's year. I mean, Sharp was a problem most of the season. He was. Um, no doubt about it. Um, but you know, what are the odds that you're getting um McCaffrey's twenty seven year old season is his first sixteen game season in five years? Yeah. I wouldn't have bet on it, but good and for him. He, did. Um, he, he had bona fide studs at, at running back. I mean, Gibbs, McCaffrey, Mostert. And I think he picked up someone else, but like he had a really good wide receiver. I, I just think the wide receivers held him back a little bit. Metcalf had a good year, but I just, DJ Moore and Fields just, they would hook up some games and other games he would get pretty yeah. unlucky. I, I mean, he finished the year strong, but. Yeah, that, I was in the field going into the draft, but yeah, it's tough. Um, okay, let's go to the champ. Rudda flipping a table. What uh, what what do you see here? Hmm. Keenan Allen for seventeen. That's a solid pick. Um, yep. Was D Hop good this year? No. Yeah, I, I heard his name called. No, he was not. He had a couple games, but mm-hmm. who was thrown to him? You know, he had barely. Any. I don't know. He's got a th- he's got a thousand yards and six touchdowns. It's not terrible. Um, yeah. Well, I don't know. Uh, he won the league. He did. That's good. Who did you write down? <clears throat> I wrote down. I think Thielen for a dollar was was pretty solid, but I think he dropped him. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say his worst was Najee. And he didn't even start him. Yeah. But he put up, I think, Dude, I had one. I picked Najee early in the league, and I got Jalen Warren because I figured, oh, yeah, this will be the year. Warren becomes the guy, you know, whatever. And just neither of them became the guy. That whole offense was just trash. It's, yeah. It sucks. And then Dude. last week, I benched them both, and they both went off. Classic, right? Classic. Well, Mari Cooper came on late, $19 for him. Solid. Yeah. Um, and then James Conner, I think, single handedly beat me. He put up, I think, 28 or 29 points in, like, he scored twice against the Eagles. James Conner. Yeah. Mm. James Conner scored twice against the Eagles. Good run defense, at least from what I thought. So I was like, oh, that's not going to be a problem. And I think his last touchdown beat me. Like, Rudder got to sit two players because it didn't matter at that point. And yeah, I mean, Cooper basically got him to the finals, too, with that 46-point game true. in the semis over over uh, Scharf. So, yeah, I mean, he had two guys that went off in consecutive weeks um, for their best game of the year. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes that's all it takes. It is. All nice right, job, let's, let's go to <laughs> Rodeo Ron. Rodeo I mean, there's a lot Ron. to not like here rather than what to like. Um, I can't find his team on here. Well, I'll, I'll so start funny. with his worst. Oh, I got it. Two. I'm gonna say 
Austin Jonathan Eckler, Taylor. 62, and, and Jonathan Taylor. Oh, yeah, Austin, Taylor. Austin Eckler. Oh, my God. And Ridley you know for what? 30 is tough. Madison for 26. Madison for 26. All these picks are bad. Very bad. Very, you picked very the Jets' bad. defense first. <laughs> for two dollars, uh, that could be. And Laporta for a buck, who he dropped. Wow, this is the worst draft I've ever seen. Yep. Well, don't forget Richardson for a dollar. Remember, he balled out the first couple games before he got the concussion. That was good. Yeah. And then he was out for the year, so I, I would say Richardson was probably the best pick here for for a buck. And that. How much does Richardson go for next year? Like, what number of quarterback is he off the board? I, I I think probably double digits, right? Like 10, 11, 12 bucks. Yeah, I think so. I think he's like the eighth quarterback off the board. Yeah, he would probably be in that like Trevor Lawrence dollar amount. Yeah. I think Laz got him for like 12, be or, 12 or 13. Because mm-hmm. there's more high floor guys on there. And people are going to be, yeah. oh, well, he's hurt. And I think you can take a flyer off him. You can probably get him for single digits depending on when he goes. But he's a good flyer pick. I don't think you go out there oh, and yeah. draft him. I think you take a second quarterback like, you're, like you normally yeah. do. So, oh, I'll take two for sure. <laughs> I always carry always. two. Always. <laughs> two okay. isn't enough. Next year, I carry three. <laughs> Um, All right, and then I think I, the, I'm cool. going to award the name of the year award. Um, H and Troc, every time I see it, it it makes me laugh. I'm just watching Sopranos, season six, episode 14. We're working our way through. Shooter McGavin cameo. No way. As uh, Yeah, he's um, Moltisanti's sponsor uh, in the last season. Um, completely forgot It's like a that. one-off scene in a diner. And I was like, holy shit, it's Shooter McGavin. It's right after the movie comes out, and uh, they're having coffee. You might not even have noticed it, but, uh, yeah, there's, like, there's a lot of, like, studs in this in this season. There's a Baldwin brother in this episode. I think oh. Stanley Kubrick has a cameo. There's, It's great. I'm loving some of these cameos, too, because you can tell that the show is, like, a phenomenon at this point, even though it's... Yeah. It, you're watching it and it's old and it feels outdated. Um, but it kind of reminded me of Entourage because like right in that era, like Entourage was the coolest thing and celebrities are making cameos and it's like, it's this whole thing. And um, yeah, yeah I, it's just great. Um, yeah, Ben I Kingsley love, was on the last one. It was great. I love those things. HBO did a really good job. I don't know if that was like an HBO thing or just because they had ran to be. the world at that point. Like Curb does that too, right? Yeah, and I loved it yeah. with Entourage because you actually had people playing themselves and they would play the opposite of themselves. So, like, Seth Green apparently is, like, the nicest guy in the world. Like, yeah, I think he's notoriously known like that in Hollywood, but on Entourage, he's Yo, the e, biggest dick. Tell Sloan I say what up. Say what up back. I think Rudder does that to me all the time. <laughs> so, just... But no, that's that's good. So you're nearing the Sopranos finale, right? I'm nearing the finale. The last season is like 21 episodes long, so I'll probably be done with it within the next next couple of weeks. Um, but then we got the movie, and then there's a whole. We've been doing this for months, so we got a bunch of stuff backed up. But yeah. Um, anyways, name of the season award. Damn you, people! This is Goff. That's where I wanted to land. Um, bravo yep. uh, to you guys. Very good. What about worst name of the season? 
I'm tired of Rutta. Um, I am too. Now that he's won the league, it's pretty insufferable. Um, that that character formation was popular like 12 years ago. Like, come on, man. Uh, yeah. Let's pick it up a little bit. Um, I mean, there were some good. I don't know. There were some good names. There were definitely some good names. But I agree. Rudda's thing. I mean, the last time he won, he was Rudda flipping a table. So I'd be looking forward to a change next year, maybe. But I mean, if you win, I don't think you can change. Do whatever it. you want, right? You can do whatever you want. So, all right, let's let's go into their their team, and then we'll go in the trades. So, what I had for H and and John as far as the best one was Tyreek Hill at sixty one. Um, probably carry. Yeah, I feel like it's team. rare that pays off. Um. But yeah, I mean, this is the got to be the best season of his career, right? Easily, the guy, the guy is just incredible. He is, um, and I don't know. I think you could probably go with two bad picks. I think Pierce. I mean, you just get unlucky, but you spend twenty five dollars for a running back. You're hoping you're getting ETN type type stuff like you did, and then mm-hmm. Dalvin Cook for for ten. I mean, those are that's ugly. It's tough. That's, that's tough. That's real tough. I don't see anything else on it, though. Do you? I would have said Derrick Henry's a great pick for 39 on draft day, but I don't think I would have wanted to ride that pony. As as a Titans guy, um, and now I'm looking at his numbers, he had 10 touchdowns and 1,000 yards, but um, I don't know. Does he look like the same guy to you? I, it just doesn't feel like it's there anymore. But But then you see him on a single run, and it's like, wow, he's got that pop, but... I don't know. What's your take on Derrick Henry? He's going to be 30 next season. Yeah, it's he's starting to slow down a little Actually, bit. Actually, happy birthday, Derrick Henry. Today is his 30th birthday. Wow. So this pod's for you, Derrick. Loyal listener, Derrick Henry the King. Shout out to you. We'll get you on the pod next year uh, if we have space. But yeah, I, I think coming in, I mean, I just, I follow up on, on the Titans a decent amount. Their O-line was so bad just on every level and people are like, no, no, they're going to be fine. Like they came into the season, their right tackle was suspended for gambling for like six, six games. And that Mm. was found out a while ago. And then their left tackle stinks and they were (laughs) rated, I think the 32nd offensive line. So like regardless how great Derrick Henry is or whoever is running the ball back there, I thought it was just going to be bad, but yes, a steal at 39, but there were a lot of people that, like kind of held off, right? Like no one really wanted him because if you do get him, you have to play him. Mm-hmm. You can't sit him. Yeah. I don't know. He had no, he I, had a couple games, right? Just like he normally does, but yeah. I stayed away just because of what? that and the quarterback, like you there was just a lot of uncertainty. I th- I thought he was going to bounce back this year for some reason, which was misguided and I drafted him in two leagues and yeah, you're right. You start him every week, like plug and play. You, you yep. just assume it's going to be there and and it wasn't. So, um, yeah, I mean, as good as the team name was, uh, I know the performance wasn't quite there for them. Um, but uh, the name goes down in history. If you feel like you got to change it because it's got that Ben Jason Bowl stink on it, I get that. But um, hats off. Congrats to you guys. Yeah, congrats to them. And I will say one last thing. I mean, Derrick Henry, if he hadn't, 
top 20 offensive line, I think he would have had a better season. I mean, you look at yeah. some of these games, and he and he popped off, and he had a couple twenty pointers. But anytime the Titans the corner, down, he still looked. Yeah, yeah, and they he, had to take him out. He's he's nowhere to be found. He's not a third down guy. So yeah, but yeah, he's he's still had a couple moments uh, where he he looked scary. But sure, um, let's let's get into the trades. All right, why don't you lead this one? I know you had the majority of them. I so. did do the majority of them. Um, we'll start from we the, had the a dra- bottom. We had a draft day trade, I believe. Um, Aaron Rodgers was traded for Dalton Kincaid, um, which ended up being a good deal for the Dalton Kincaid team because Aaron Rodgers died immediately. <laughs> um, so congrats to Slee Higgins. Yeah. Uh, that that's pretty non consequential. Maybe one one quick thirty seconds on Aaron Rodgers. Uh, is he back next year? What, what's happening there? What do you think? I think so. I mean, the Jets, if they did have Aaron Rodgers, I I think would have been a pretty good team. I mean, their defense was great. You just needed someone that could somewhat throw the ball. I I don't think they could have been any worse than putting out Trevor Simeon or. Uh, What's his name? The the draft pick. I already forgot the the one that loves moms. <laughs> um, uh, Zach will uh, Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah, yeah, guy loves moms. Uh, I do have to give the the Jets their flowers. I won my um, pick 'em that I was I was talking about a couple of weeks ago. First place outright because they were able to pull off that upset against the um, the Washington um, commies. Uh, so. Hats off to me, Congrats. Um, which is very exciting. So the first time I've ever cheered for the Jets, pretty exciting. Pretty <laughs> exciting. Were you texting with Zangs and Alex Lee the entire time? No, no. I wasn't actually – I didn't tell anyone about it except for Christine's family because I was down there with them in South Carolina. And I'm like, I need to watch four games at once. Can we go to the bar? And they were like, it's Christmas Eve, but sure. <laughs> so uh and christine's mom was like i've never been in a bar on christmas eve before and i was like well first time for everything first time for all right let's go jets (laughs) um uh all right next next trade uh rudda traded uh keenan allen tyler lockett jalen warren for jamar chase and mike williams um which I don't know. You've marked this one down as Rudda winning a deal, yeah. I guess, because of Chase being the best guy in the deal. Yeah, I hate bringing injuries into it, right? But like Williams got yeah. hurt, Keenan Allen got hurt, zero. Lockett, eh, Warren, eh. I just think he yeah. won the longevity of it with Jamar, but Jamar got hurt towards the end of the year too. So yeah, well, you know, Corey ultimately ended up flipping. Uh, Keenan Allen to me in a deal where um, he got Pittman, Camara, and Pacheco. And ultimately, I think that was part of the overall story, which unquestionably, he won that deal. Um, so I think you could argue it either way. Um, yeah. I didn't have any Jamar Chase this year. Um, I, had, I went after him in another league last year, and I didn't want to watch that movie again. So Yep. Um, I always was doing the Burrow thing too, um, which didn't turn out great. How did he finish? Was he like a top ten receiver? Chase. I better look him up. Yeah. 
Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. The viewers love this. Number 10. Number 10. Yeah. I mean, he played most games. Um, 44 points in week five. That's pretty good. Wow. Yeah, he was good for like a 20-point performance every couple of weeks. So, Yeah, and Burrow being hurt, I mean, how, how does that really impact it, right? <clears throat> yeah. Um, but last couple well, here, games of the year. Here's a question. Here's a question. Looking at the top 10 receivers, now that I have them pulled up, C.D. Lamb, Tyreek Hill, Amon Ross St. Brown, you could have guessed those guys would be at the top. Mm-hmm. Um, but then Mike Evans coming in at number four, like we said. Wow. Incredible. Um, incredible stuff. A.J. Brown, yep, right where you would expect him to be. But then Puka Nakua, undrafted guy, sixth receiver overall. I mean, that's crazy. That doesn't happen, right? In In fantasy, ever. Wow, and and Laz only spent $26 on him. Good for him. Wow, you know what? I stand corrected. D.J. Moore. We'll see. Number seven receiver. Number seven. Keenan still finished at number eight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think Keenan was was kind of the bell of that ball. He was better than Chase, and he flipped him into two running backs. So I hope I can bring you over to my side here, but I think Corey won that trade. Yeah, you know, I I, I think I could I could see that as just like a fair trade. Yeah, maybe it's just right? a fair trade. Yeah, like a like a win win. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't think there's any necessary. And I I didn't even think this was probably the hardest one for me to pick. Maybe. Maybe the last one too with Bijan and, and Olave and Stevenson, but we'll get to that in a second. Well, let's get to one that isn't fair. Or that's that's clear to you can clearly tell who won. Mm-hmm. I traded with Tim and uh Sean, who were really after um uh Swift of the DeAndre variety. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to give it to him because it's an eagle. And he also played really well at the beginning of the season. And I was like, this guy's gonna be good. I really was all in on the Eagles. Um, I still think they could make the Super Bowl, which is crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was like, no, I'll give you Rashad White instead because, you know, the Bucks suck. You know, the Bucks have actually been, like, very solid. And uh, I've got Pat, Pat Firemuth and Michael Thomas, who both suck. So mm-hmm. good deal for you guys and your Silvis Avis. So I will, I will say, in, in your defense, I mean, Rashad White stunk. To start the year, I don't know exactly. I don't know exactly when you traded him. It it could have been after the Detroit game when he put up five point three, and Detroit was really good on the run. Um, But he put up five nine, eighteen point eight, great, five point seven, nine point three, five point three, and then after that he put up double digits every single game. So, Mm -hmm. and he finished as the fifth overall running back. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. It he was... was good every single week after that trade. Oh my god! <laughs> every single week he was good after that deal. So, I, oh my god, he was never running back. I do like this that you, that you kind of did this, but the top ten because not a lot of us look at it. But Christian McCaffrey was by far the best running back. That's uh, that's a given. And by a hundred points. By a hundred points. That's that's what I was. going He was get the at. best pick of the draft. He was worth sixty five dollars or whatever he cost. A thousand percent. Mostert was second, and he was on the same team as Sharf. One dollar. For one dollar. <laughs> Etienne, who you had, number three. Rashad White, who you had, number five. Did you, you trade it for Brees Hall? Williams? 
They traded yeah. for Brees Hall, number six. Brees yeah, Hall he, was the number six running back in fantasy. Yeah. That's crazy. That's nuts. <laughs> you know, he actually he got 60 points in the last two weeks of the season, in the last most recent two weeks, which didn't even end up mattering for me because I was eliminated. So that kind of sucks because if I was able to get into that next round of the playoffs, I think it might have helped. Dude. Um, and he put up two three to start in that first game. Yeah, good times. Good times were had. <laughs> okay, so Brees Hall at, what is that, number number six. Joe Mixon, seven. Derrick Henry finished eight. Jameer Gibbs at nine. And James Cook the round out That's to what the I'm top saying. ten. Yeah, I'm saying Derrick Henry was still a top ten running back, like for $40. It's not that bad. Um, yeah. And you got to remember, Kamara played three less games than everybody else. So I, I, I still feel like I did all right. Um, your boy Pollard was number 20. Swift was 17. My gosh. Fucking um, Pollard, dude. What a bum. Dude, Kyron Williams was also just an absolute force. He was. And I, I think if Marinelli had made the playoffs, he could have made a pretty good case to win. I mean, Williams put up 22, 16.4, and 29.1 in the fantasy fantasy championship rounds. So, um, all right, let's go on to... On, on Williams? 33 bucks. Fair. 33. It's a good price. Definitely. Well, that was the time I think everyone got hurt, right? That was after week mm-hmm. one where people mm-hmm. picked up Puka, yeah. Williams, and uh, Tutu Atwell. And yeah. I, I think Tutu was the only was the only bust. But all right, let's go on Crazy. to the next one. Well, you already went over the Michael Pittman, Kamara, Pacheco trade or no? Mm-hmm. Yep. That, that was clearly one. won by, uh, by Corey. Yeah. I would say Corey, Corey won that one. All right. Allen was great, though. Allen was great. He, Hall was great. Both top six at their position. So, um, Kittle again, wasn't bad. It was fine. I, I'd, I'd probably make the trade again, but I don't think I got the better half of it. I think he um, edged you out by just a bit. If you got to yeah. use Brees Hall in the, in the playoffs. Could have been a game changer. A little different story. All right, and then let's go to I the I need more quarterbacks. One. Yeah, I don't know about this one, man. Um I'll tell you one thing, Ramondre Stevenson's not very good. Mm. Um, but Olave was strong down the stretch. Um, although the Saints are hard to watch. Uh, I don't know. Who do you have? Bijan Robinson, uh, last trade for Bijan Robinson with Tim and Sean, who got Olave and Stevenson. I I don't know. I want the best guy in the deal, which is probably Bijan Robinson. So probably go with him yeah i guess i mean what did he finish at Bijan? yeah i mean he no, finished no, he's probably like number 12 running back number he was after 12 running back. yeah he was number 12 yeah. uh yeah I, i'll probably go with Bijan. so i'll say laz won that one but I, I would also be convinced to say that it was even also yeah, pretty, like whatever deal uh okay let's go actually the top five tight ends which i think would surprise some people wow well let's let's go top six or seven but number one was laporta surprise surprise dropped by zangs dropped by zangs uh kelsey still finished two but just a very Mm -hmm. non-kelsey year hawkinson three kittle four which was solid Mm -hmm. for you and then njoku go canes at number five yeah, I feel like he's been not great for so many seasons. 
Um, what do we attribute it to? The Browns' stellar quarterback play? Is is that... It's got to be it, right? Yeah, let's see. The last couple games... I mean, last four weeks, 24 points, 21 points, 13 points, 14 points. So It's crazy. Didn't do a lot for you at the beginning, but as soon as Flacco hit, he hit. So... Good for Solid. him. Wow. Did you guys read the story about him lighting his head on fire? Because that did. was a pretty crazy story. Yeah. Why? That was this year. Yeah. I, it Insane to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I think that's that rounds out everything. Anything. We don't we don't need to do quarterbacks because I think that's just a little inflated. Um, but But yeah, there you have it. So we got trade recap. I didn't know if you had this, but do you have the mock draft results, best bets, and pick them for the year? No, mock draft, you're going to have to go back and, and look it up for yourselves if you if you want to see if you guys, you guests won. Um, but who had the most mock draft wins? Those are just for the listeners. The listeners are the winners. They are. You know? It's not about one man. <laughs> um I uh did you guys do best bets last weekend? I didn't log them in. So Zangs you know did. did. I don't How think... did Zangs nose go? It was it was electric. I don't think he won. You know what? Instead of me just looking at this and being bad radio, Slee, if you can let us know how he did, because I think he put in a bet for it. Um that would be that would be great. Oh good. So good, good, good. Um but yeah, how did we finish out? How did we finish out on best bets and how did we finish out on pick'em? Uh all right. So best bets, um mixed bag. Uh overall with the guests, everyone who's ever been on the podcast this season, the whole everything went out 16, 17, and three. So the house won by one bet. I don't know. I don't know. It's not bad. Not bad. It's not good, but it's not bad. Uh, Jake, you were four and six. I was six, four, and one. Um, carried the team. Our guest carried the team, I guess. Um, guest one was five, three, and one uh, on a two-loss two win streak. Two-loss streak. But we're five, one, and one before. Our guests had been very good. And then our second guest was one, four, and one. So the second guest was... Terrible. problem and i assigned those arbitrarily mm-hmm. so you know they're good <laughs> um but generally it was about a 500 season for best bets i think the highlight has to be picking all those uh championship games. games against the spread or, that was yeah, huge. The or whatever. if that you was include huge. that we had a pretty profitable year is that included or no yeah no but if you bet them all straight like all those games you'd be we'd all be ahead yeah so anyways next year if you don't want to be poor, you'll follow us. <laughs> if you want to bet your house, follow us. We'll, yeah. we'll take care. You don't want to pay rent anymore. Pick them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think what I see here, smash. Congratulations. Smash. 56 and 38. But I think you did pretty well for yourself what you what you counted. But, I mean, a six, 600%. No, these are the real numbers. These are the real numbers. Yeah, 600%. Wow. Very well done. Calvin, you came in I second. It's 60%. Sorry, yep. 600%, 60% tomato potato. Uh, you had 54, me at about 53. We're the same. We're the same. We're the same. Yeah. yeah. 
same same but different and then Eli at five point or 53 and that was basically everyone that did it so shout out to us four for doing that thank you again and do Good we want to do a best bets to to end out the season or just ride into the sunset man it's so hard to pick the lines this weekend um know. to know who's trying who's not i mean i think i mentioned this on the pod before but like working working for a sports book or just like a like anybody who deals with this stuff like mm-hmm. if you get it wrong bad enough um it can really impact your bottom line and i just don't know how these guys set lines for stuff like this i mean it's nuts who's yeah. gonna be trying who cares who gives a shit who needs seating like when do you pull the plug like how much does the one team know the other team's doing? It's just stupid. So I'd rather look at futures and see what are the odds that we like um, from here on out. So whether that would be Super Bowl or um, MVP or um, that's kind of in the bag, but conference, whatever. Like, what are you feeling like is a good bet? Let's do... Because we have it coming up on Monday. Let's do the CFP championship. Okay. Michigan versus Washington. And then we can right. pick our Super Bowl. Our favorite future. Our favorite future for the Super Bowl. Okay. All right. Um. All right. I didn't watch any of the college football. Uh, really? Hand up. Mea culpa. Didn't watch a second of it. Heard it was great. It and was. what I will say about it is especially as a Miami fan, but as an objective college football fan, I think it's going to be great for the sport overall, not only because um, there will be more good games at the end of the season when they've just been backfilling NFL games onto Saturdays, which I don't hate, but I think you're going to get a lot more good games at the end of the season. And I think more teams being competitive in the big picture will be good overall um, for the sport. Cause I just feel like, even betting college football, there's so many 13, 19, 24 point spreads. It's just kind of like, what am I even watching for? Like, mm-hmm. I don't care about watching Penn State run up the score, even if I bet on it. Like, I just don't really enjoy it that much. Correct. Um, but I'm excited for next year, and I think I'm going to pay more attention, not for the least of which reason is I've seen Miami in my lifetime finish in 12th. I've seen us be good enough to be 12th. Yes. I, and maybe we could be 12. I would absolutely love that. And I think, like, yes, it's very cool going to the Rose Bowl. It's very cool going to all those different places. But I think the coolest thing is going to be, like, if Miami is somehow a six seed or a seven seed and is hosting that first round in mm. Hard Rock is going to be absolutely electric. Like, that's going to be mm-hmm. the the coolest thing, like say they're playing against, yeah. I don't know, Washington as a 10 seed or, or however it's set up. Like that will be so much fun to watch. I, I'm looking, mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to it next year. I'm, I'm interested to see how it shakes out. It'll be fun. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. Uh, three lost teams now basically are still in the running and it just, um, I was talking to a guy at work today who's an Alabama guy and he's like, yeah, I'm not stoked about it or whatever. But it's like, yeah, of course you're fucking not. But you're going to be in this tournament every year. Like, even when exactly. you guys are like, fire Nick Saban, you're going to be in this tournament. And so he was kind of like, yeah, you're right. Like, it's actually like the ultimate kill switch for us. Like, we'll just always compete. Mm-hmm. Um, not that it's a concern, but 
Um, I'm excited, man. I think it's going to be good. So It'll looking be at this game, it's exciting that there's two 14-0 undefeated teams. Um, I probably just lean. I like the Big Ten team better than the Pac-12 team. Um, I haven't watched these teams play that much. I know the guy who's the quarterback whose name is definitely not Penis is the quarterback for Washington. But every time I hear the highlights, I'm like, what? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Penix. Mr. Penix um, Jr. But I don't think I'm going to bet on Mr. Penix. Um, I'll probably just take Michigan. Now, is Harbaugh coaching? Is Harbaugh that happening or no? Is coaching. The line that I see on ESPN, you probably have better ones, is Michigan minus four, four and a half. That's what I got. Over under 56 and a half as well. Uh-huh. So you're going Michigan with the points. Yeah, I think you probably take Michigan with with the points. Um, I'd probably just take the money line, but that's not enough juice, right? So because it's college football, we'd probably say Michigan and the over. That pay is plus 181. Maybe we adjust the over down, but I like that. What are you thinking? Um, you might You know more than I know. No, I mean, I, I watch the games. I, I've seen Washington play probably twice this year, and I think it's because I bet on both of those games. Mm-hmm. But the guy's a gamer. He came from Indiana, and he knows the Big Ten, I guess. He's played against Michigan a couple times. I know that was a, a while ago. But I don't know. Michigan's D-line is ridiculous. So I've heard I, they're good. I think it's going to depend on how Washington holds up on, on the line. Um, Penix has a really nice deep ball like there were some amazing throws that he had just like put it in the the basket kind of like a michael crow throw you know where like you run your Mm, route i know you look up and the ball is like red in your hands you just have to not drop Mm. it i mean but some of the wide receivers are really good too so with that being said i i do like michigan i think they'll probably win but i'm gonna take washington to probably cover i don't think michigan's quarterback the jj mccarthy is as good as people think he is I don't know if it's the system that he's in with Harbaugh, but I'm going to go with probably Washington and whoa, and the under. (laughs) You want the under. Okay. Wow. Yeah. All right. I got Michigan in the over. You're taking Washington in the under. So we've got, (laughs) we got something for everybody. No, what I'm telling you, it is what I would bet actually is the Michigan money line. Okay. And then I'd probably parlay it with something I know what I'm talking about. But I'm not betting on this game, guys. Listen to Jake. I, I mean, usually I'm not right. So <laughs> 60% of the time this year I was not right. But 40% I was. So <laughs> take that for, for what it's worth. Uh, okay, let's go into Super Bowl. Okay, how about oh. this? We picked the AFC champ. NFC champ, and then your your Super Bowl winner. Okay. All right. I like the numbers on the Eagles. I know what is probably not going to do it. It's plus 550. Hmm. I think at five and a half to one, I just, I like that better than just saying San Francisco will do it for sure. I've seen San Francisco lose a couple games this year that I'm just kind of scratching my head because it just seems so obvious that San Francisco uh, will be there. Yeah. So I'm zigging with the Eagles pick. 
Sorry, Tim. Um, I'm certainly not going to pick the Dolphins in the AFC. But why don't why don't you make a pick and then I'll I'll make another pick. Okay, NFC. I mean, you got the Niners, Cowboys, Lions, Bucks. Bucks have four. Good for them. Um, mm. I I don't know why, and I don't think it's going to happen. I don't think it's likely. But I'm just I, I have to root for the Lions. Like there's so much fun to root for. Like yeah, I don't know. So I'm gonna go with with Lions in the NFC. Um, plus eight fifty. That's nice. Plus eight fifty to get there, and then the AFC Zangs's conference. Um, <laughs> for those who know, no, the NFC is where most of us play in, but Zangs plays in the AFC. Um, man, it's really tough not to pick the Ravens. They've just been dismantling yeah, everybody. But if I had to, yeah, if I had to throw a curveball out there, I don't know. Maybe the Browns. That'd be pretty fun. Like go, <laughs> Browns go Lions Super Bowl. Joe Flacco in Vegas. Jared Goff in <laughs> Vegas. I mean, that would be such a matchup. But I think those are probably. I'm picking them because those are the two teams that I think I'm rooting for. Like that'd just be really yeah. fun to have them in the Super Bowl. I think one of those teams will make the conference championship game. I, I think, like in sure. the conference, I think there's a, a decent chance one of them's in a conference championship game, which is crazy because in my lifetime they're probably the two like, ha ha, you're one of those so fans. Bad. Yeah, <laughs> our entire life. I feel like the Browns yeah. and the Lions have been bad for our entire life. The Lions have been worse. The Lions were like, they haven't been this good since like the 1950s, like yeah. since like my dad was born. It's pretty crazy. That um, and you always see the Browns with the amount of quarterbacks that they've had over the last thirty years. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be cool. Um, I so so I think the the the, the small brain ignore the Ravens because I'm not going to pick the favorite here. Yeah. Um, small brain says, "Wow, Kansas City Chiefs plus four thirty. You never get those kinds of odds." Wow. And I would ordinarily agree. I listen to a lot of Bill Simmons. Bill is out. Bill is like it's broken. It's over. The season's not happening. I don't know. You can't really count these guys out. Um, but I don't know. I think the Bills, if they can put it all together, could actually make some noise. I have a lot of confidence in the Ravens, the way they're playing right now. And it'll probably be Ravens Niners. But for yeah. the sake of argument, I'm also going to go, fuck Bills? it. I'm going to take the Bills. Yeah. Um, what's crazy? You never know. What's crazy about the Bills, and I, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this on Twitter, but if they lose to the Dolphins, there's a there's like you a twenty twenty five percent chance that they could miss the playoffs still. As wild a ten and seven team, and with just the team that they have, so yeah, that'd be wild. But I I don't hate it. I don't hate that pick because if they win, if they beat the Dolphins, then they they're the two seed. I think. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, they get a home game. Maybe they get a home the Jags game. In there. Jags. They could be getting healthy at the right time. Laz will know more than more than I do, but they're playing. I think either the Colts or the Texans, and I think it's like a win and in or like win and get the division. So yeah. Yep. But yeah, I'm I'm gonna book Lions, Browns. And then the Browns and Joe Flacco to win the Super Bowl. Love it. 
I'd probably just bet the Niners to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> smart, smart money. Probably. What What are the Ravens at? What's What's their their future at? Uh, for Super Bowl, they're plus three fifty. Uh, Niners are plus two ten on interesting FanDuel. Um, yeah, but to win the 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 conference, Niners are minus one twenty. Ravens are plus one thirty five. So should interesting. be interesting. Um, it's definitely one of the most interesting seasons as far as like playoffs for fantasy, but also for NFL that I've seen in a while. So um, I am excited to see how it shakes out. I mean, I feel like that Ravens pick, like both of those, you're, you're getting some juice for a team that just played the Dolphins. Plus 350. Crushed them. Mm-hmm. And just played them. the 49ers and crushed them in San Francisco. I mean, 350. Yeah. Not a bad flyer. Yeah. No, definitely not. Three and a half to one. Go go put a little cash on that. Yeah. I don't know. We'll throw some cash on that bad boy. Um all right. Well They're they're resting. I think they're resting everybody this week too. So like those odds could potentially get even better. I don't know. It depends what the playoffs look like. True. Like, and who whoever they line up. Well, they they have a bye week. So I mean three fifty for someone yeah. that just needs to win three games. It's not terrible. Um all right, well, let's let's get into the recommendations. I know we went over the Sopranos. Um, I'll, I'll go first, actually. Zhang said recommended Drops of God on Apple TV. I thought it'd be something cool to watch with the misses, and we finished it in like three days. It was it was pretty good. It was great. A lot of twists and turns. Um, basically, the premise, again, for those that might just be hearing about it, um, a guy who owns a huge estate based around like a wine collection passed away, had a had a daughter and a protege, and basically had a test for them um, to compete in to see who would win their win his estate of like I don't mm. know I forgot what it was it was like five hundred million dollars or something along those lines but really good really easy watch that would be my nice. recommendation I thought it was solid and that's. Yeah, that's everything on my end. How about you, Cal? Did I recommend The Holiday as a Christmas movie last time I was on? I, I think you would touch base on it. But I think I might have. I think, I know, I'm, not rec- I'm not recommending another rom-com. No, I, I honestly don't have a good recommendation, which isn't a great way to, to end the season. Um, I had been listening to a sleep podcast. Um, I will send it out in the group. But it's this guy that interviews like CEOs and like highly successful people. And he interviews this guy who's like a sleep expert. Mm-hmm. And he was basically explaining like why humans haven't evolved not to sleep. Cause sleep is like you're very vulnerable in your sleep. You're not, you know, protecting people. You're not uh, collecting things. You're not gathering resources. But like, I don't know, our species still sleeps a lot. And like, why is that? And it's just all kind of about like the more you sleep, the more productive you are, the better you feel, the more energy you have. Like it's just this like very virtuous cycle. Yeah. Yeah, The longer you live, all that stuff. And then like all the things that we do that fuck with our sleep, like recording a podcast at 1030 at night, like it's just not good for your, (laughs) for your brain and everything. So um, it's all the things that you'd expect, like drinking and, Mm. um, you know, having coffee like too late in the day. And there's just like a lot of science though behind it where he's kind of like, if you drink coffee too late in the day and you fuck up your ability to sleep and then you wake up the next day, not rested, you're like, God, I'm so tired. I'll have two cups of coffee and you have more caffeine in your system and then it fucks up your sleep. And it's like this whole whatever. So it's a anyways, snowball. I'm on like, 
Snowball, exactly. I'm on day four of dry January, which I'm doing again, which can't awesome. not recommend uh, enough. Uh, don't do it. Not great. But I've been sleeping great. And I'm like, you know what? Maybe there is something going on here. But uh, <laughs> uh, I recommend sleeping generally. Um, sleeping in the sleep podcast. So That's good. Oh, um, I know I texted about this offline, but just for the listeners, Storm Sabanero, my best man and uh, yes. loyal listener, is going to be running a half marathon. That's that's one of his New Year's resolutions. Um so I naturally went to our, our marathon runner, but I had told him that you had some problems with nip and gooch protection. So mm-hmm. Body Glide he, is your friend. He did not think about those things. So I said, yes, mm-hmm. let me get with the pro. Body Glide is going to be very nice. Yeah. Um, I will maybe I'll send you a little thing, a little thing for Storm, our good friend. Um but it's not the hardest thing to do. You've just got to build the habit and like any habit, it's just like, it sucks. It just sucks. Mm-hmm. If you don't like doing it, if you can't find a way to enjoy it, um, it's tough. So I'll whip well, that up and send it over. What do you, do you, ha- do you do that? Do you do new year's resolutions? I should do a better job of it. Um, we definitely made some in our house this year though. Cause we're not planning a wedding, which was like, we didn't need any last year cause we had shit to do. Yeah. We were already behind. Um, family meetings, all that kind of stuff. I think we discussed this on like wedding corner. Yeah. Last year. Now you have house corner, lighting fixtures. Oh my gosh. Fun times, I'm sure. Um, but no, now we're uh, we're planning our honeymoon um, because we've been looking forward to it. But until you actually plan it, it's hard to look forward to. Um, yeah. If anyone has been to Madeira, the island off of Spain, Portugal, actually. Um, we're considering going there, uh, doing like Lisbon, uh, Sevilla, and Madeira. Um, we're not sure yet. So nice. that's one of our short-term ones. But yeah. Ale's um, family is like a lot of her mom's side is from Spain and Madrid. So oh, they've, cool. they've been to Sevilla a couple times. Uh, I'll, nice. I'll ask her what that looks like and send over a little bit of absolutely. stuff to you too, but I, I, I've heard it's absolutely beautiful. So you guys haven't settled on a place yet. Where, where are you guys go? When are you guys going or trying to, uh, like September, um, August, September, um, right around when we kick the podcast off. Maybe I'll record from the road. Sick. That'll go over really well. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, that's cool. That's, that's, I mean, that's a great resolution to have, um, I think the one that I'm hoping for is, you know, I've been on. By the way, I'm not drinking, dude. That's my resolution. For the full year? No, just for this month. Come on. Oh, okay, okay. Let's be real. <laughs> sorry, not, sorry to cut you off. I'm not, I'm not crazy. I'm not crazy. What do I look like? <laughs> sorry, Jake. What, what, are you, what are you looking at? No, we, we were talking a couple things, like hopefully getting the house done. But for me, I've been taking all these stupid tests for finance. Um, I live in Miami. I work with clients that speak dale. both English and Spanish. Yeah, dale, dale disfruta. Sí. And I think mine is going to be not a pro because I know it's not going to happen in a year, but to be very conversational in Spanish before the year end. So I've got, Ollie actually got me, I don't know if it's Duolingo or Babbel, one of the two. It's like a free six-month trial Yay. or something like that. Yo, yo, Tom Vien. You see? 
¿Es posible podcast en español? Sí, claro que sí. ¿Nosotros? ¿Los hermanos mexicanos? ¿Actually, no, cubanos? That'd be great. Uh, that would be horrible. We'd have a couple <laughs> listens, and that's it. We'd have like three or four. People would turn that off immediately. Wow, podcast in Spanish. Podcast en español. Los gringos. I don't even know how to say microphone. We could do something with that, though. That'd be fun. But that's a great goal, man. That's a great goal because you can actually, like, I was thinking about this too. I was like, you got to make goals that you could achieve, like, in little bits and then feel good about. Correct. If you can get to the point where it's like, I can listen to, you can listen to a podcast in Spanish or you can watch a TV show in Spanish or you can, like, just put the audio of something on Spanish and, like, you know, entiendo, whatever. <laughs> that's, like, what you want. And then you can start to, like, think, like, like Spanish, like you could in a year really make some progress there. So, yeah. I mean, how far have you come since you started? It's, it's all practice. I mean, I, I've said it a couple of times on the, on the pod, my niece, my brother-in-law's daughter is two and she's talking like crazy and they, they see the huge benefits that it, that it has, right. To be speaking Spanish and English. So they're making it her first mm -hmm. language because naturally you're going to learn English when you go to school. So she is predominantly Spanish speaking and they speak to her like a child, which is what I need. I don't need the fast blah, blah, like blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I'm learning with her and it's not to the point That's where I awesome. feel super comfortable. I'm talking only like in the present tense at this point and very mm -hmm. probably at most seven or eight words per sentence um, or just per conversation, like, like five or six mm -hmm. put together. But I'm hoping by the end of it, I can, really expand my vocabulary that's what it is it's like like you said i don't know what microphone means and like i don't know what this verb is so like i just need to learn that stuff because the conjugations are pretty simple right especially in present tense mm -hmm. so we've done it in high school i've done it before i was pretty good in high school and then i just didn't practice because miami didn't have any spanish speakers you know i just no one speaks practice. spanish down there exactly yeah so, I, I get that same same with me same thing <laughs> But yeah, man, well, this has been an amazing year. We appreciate the listeners uh, listening and making this worthwhile. I know a lot of work goes into it, Calvin, so I appreciate everything that you've done. <laughs> a lot of work goes into it by you, Jake, and we appreciate you. Um, Both I, of us. Uh, I'm so grateful um, that we've been able to do this, um, that you have embraced it, that our wives have allowed us to do this. Um, It has, uh, it's, it's not just the guys on the microphones. There's, there's a whole team behind us. Um, so shout out to them. Shout out to the um, editing team. Shout out to the, the, the production team. team. The production team. Hey, by the way, did Kevin send the report from the World Series of Darts? He did not. He did oh, not. it would send it right to the group. That's going to be good content. <laughs> yeah, I... I'm sorry. To and those. the guys on the street, the reporting team, we appreciate them. We do. We always do. And and just, you know, I know this is the off season for us, but if anything comes up, please document it, send some videos. We love seeing what people are up to. Um, I'm sorry to those that we missed out on this year. Uh, Shaftman Jones, Gooby. Um, I, I know we missed out on a couple other people, but those are the two that, that came to mind. Um, but I'm looking forward to it next year. Thanks to our wives. Thanks to mm -hmm. you, Kyle. Thanks to Tim. And I'm looking forward to another suave year coming up.
Suavemente, folks. Suavemente. But, yeah. Friends matter. Love you, Jake. Love you, Cal. Friends matter. Love the listeners. See you next year. We'll see you next year. Suave Pete. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the rest, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life. So take the photographs and still frames in your mind Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time Tattoos and memories and dead skin on trial For what it's worth, it was worth all the while It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right I hope you had the time of your life But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life It's something unpredictable But in the end it's right I hope you had the time of your life